0: You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Andre. It's not often that we can cram three of these into a night. This is our third podcast of the night.
1: Oh, that's transparent.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, we usually run out of steam after... After two of them, and then we just sort of fizzle out because we've gotten into some of the wine.
1: But I'm telling you, this laughing stock, 2012 blind trust is really good. It really is. If you heard just <laughs> two podcasts ago, we were now we finished it, and we're going to open another bottle.
0: Yes, we are. Uh, I'll uh, give me the corkscrew. So, but uh, you go, and, and one of our
1: favorite kinds of wine, yes, too. It
0: so. is uh, Dominique Piron Brouilly. So this is three podcasts with three Piron show notes.
1: Actually, actually, interestingly enough. Um, Somebody told me in an email uh, because I just did a Dominique Piran video yeah. before this that there's another one coming to the SAQ. And I said awesome. you've got to get that one. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, so actually, I'm thinking ones. about
0: putting another order together because they're they're represented by Lifford and uh, like twenty six bucks gets you the is
1: Well, that may be Morgan. the one. Yeah, yeah whatever. One.
0: We'll, we'll see who's cheaper, and then we'll go.
1: Okay, but so, we so have to do a-
0: we have to do one more podcast tonight. Because and it's ba- you and got it's an email from It's a, based
1: on an email. That's yeah. right. So that's why I said We love
0: emails. getting emails. If you want to hear a topic on this podcast, you can email me, andre at andrewinereview.ca.
1: I'm michael at michaelpincuswinereview.com. Yours is obviously a little bit shorter, but you can yeah, also... Yeah, by, like, by like two letters. Yeah, but.
0: but I mean, if you have an idea for a topic or you want to be interviewed, we're pretty open to... Yeah, we, pretty we, want, we want you to listen to this. So if there's something you want to hear, let us know.
1: Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, I got an email from a guy, and uh, it was just after I sent out, so I don't know, I don't know why, well, I do know why, um, so I, I released a, uh, a a newsletter, oh, sorry, Andre wants me to finish this, I can't be mixing uh, a laughing stock blind trust with some Dominique Piron, excuse me for for living. Uh, so, okay, let's, let's do a quick tasting of this and I'll, I'll explain what kind of email I got. So this is a brie, uh, Dominique Piron, which you actually brought back from Dominique Piron directly while you were there.
0: It's been settled for a couple of weeks, so it shouldn't be uh, bottle shock, airplane shock. got
1: a little blueberry in this. Is this just me or is it? No, it's blueberry. Oh, he's got a blueberry on the label now that I look at it. Okay. So it's
0: got a lot of the savory. It's really herbaceous and spicy. Like the black pepper, fresh cl- cracked black pepper.
1: Yeah, I got the blueberry on the nose. It doesn't really come through fully on the palate, but that herbal note to it, that earthy. Well, that's pretty. I
0: love it. I love his wines. <laughs> I
1: do. I really do. And you know what? I really thank you for introducing me to him. And uh, one of these days, I am going to uh, post that video with you drinking. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, drinking oh, cherubles. I'm drinking <laughs> cherubles. So, which is a hilarious video. I should yep. I should post that at some point on our. So sorry. Um, let's
0: let's let's get to the email. Let's get right into it.
1: Come okay, on. Okay. So uh, I I I released a I mean something we haven't we had we we just didn't talk about. Yep. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, and it really is it is really sad that the industry lost Michelle lost Michelle Bosk.
0: Yes, it really is.
1: And uh, a big fan of hers. And so what I ended up doing was I did a little tribute to her because she yep. she had some effect on uh, me getting engaged, me getting married, you know, and uh, and Eric and I and and our, and our lives. And in the process of doing that, I was so focused on that tribute that I totally lost track of my e-blast that week, and I messed up, um, you know, where where you could get the wine. I messed up pricing, everything. So, uh, and the two were were just blatant. I think uh, I think I had uh, Creekside sparkling wine at fifteen dollars. Oh jeez. Yeah, and I had. Uh, I had a Kinte uh, Greer Road Chardonnay that you could get at the LCB, which you couldn't. Yep. So I had to send out a correction notice, and I yep, did on the Saturday. That's the biggest first time I've
0: ever seen you do that. I've been subscribed to your e for eight years. Yeah, years.
1: so first of all, I was like, holy wow, I just I just totally missed up on that. And then a guy sent me, because both of those wines, so the uh, the, the Creekside Blanc de Noir is $50, and the Greer Road Chardonnay is $45. So a guy wrote back to me. He says, "Hey Mike, sorry, but that's it. I will not spend more than twenty dollars for an Ontario wine. I like to buy locally, but when a bottle of uh, of wine that will serve four uh, costs forty dollars, I would rather serve a bottle of Canadian whiskey. It gives me far more satisfaction." That's kind of where it where it starts. Um, and then I wrote back. I you know I I fully understand. I was I was in that. Part at one point two, where I didn't want to spend more than twenty dollars, didn't want to spend more than fifteen dollars. But I also asked that you buy a bottle of wine at that price from somewhere. So I asked, uh, sorry, if if he'd buy wines from somewhere else in the world at over twenty dollars, or is it is it it, uh, Canadian wine,
0: or like where you're going with this?
1: And um, are you just limited to twenty dollars, period? Like is that your limit, and you'll just buy it anywhere? Um and basically he said, Well, you know, if I can get a Spanish wine for seven forty five, why am I gonna buy wine from Ontario? And um I, I've I've back and forth emailed with him a few times and I'm like, you know, you're really missing out if you're not willing to make that leap. And I think yeah. we've talked about it before, but I think, it really I think it's worth, worth revisiting. Yeah, it does worth revisiting. Well how because because
0: I I mean, when I went to California last year, that's when we had the, the real conversation and um, that's where I really learned about wines in that kind of upper tier, the $100 bottles of wine. And I did buy a couple of $100 bottles of wine last year, of which I don't regret, not even a little bit. See, I don't buy $100 bottles of wine.
1: But but you know that. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and here's the thing. Is, I'm, I'm going to be happy to, to share them, them with you, like that Lake call number 41 yeah. that I opened with you. That was a, a $50 bottle of wine, and I think, delivered the exact amount of value that it, it should have offered at that price. It it didn't knock my socks off when we opened it, but it was it was a good bottle of wine and it felt like it was worth the price of admission.
1: So, like I'm looking at, at the table this evening yes. that we have and we have um uh, we have a laughing stock on the table and if I'm not mistaken that's about 30 bucks. That's about $30 bottle of wine. Yep. Gentlemen would not would not buy that as far as I understand. Yep. But but let's let's take more for example, what we have now. We have the new Sass Jordan kick-ass sass, which is um from Vineland Estates. Yes. Okay? And a and a very passable bottle of wine for 13. I don't even want to call it, I
0: don't want to call it passable. L- listen, before we get into because I know where we're going with this this conversation, um Not all wines are created equal, and not all wines are vinified with the same purpose. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Sure. Can we both agree that a Ferrari, any Ferrari, is an outstanding car, and if you and I had the financial means, we would be happy to get behind the wheel of one?
1: I know what you want me to answer.
0: Just answer Go with your No,
1: because I'm not a car guy. A car gets me from point A to point B. And I am I I am happy to spend less for a car and more for a bottle of wine. Cool. Because actually, you know
0: what? I think I think this analogy actually works for who our our emailer is. If I had the financial means and it was realistic, I would be happy. If someone gave me the keys to a Ferrari, I would enjoy the crap out of it. A Ferrari is a well-made car. We can both agree that a Ferrari yeah. is a well-made car. Sure. Will you agree with me that a BMW, a BMW 3 Series, which goes for between fifty and sixty thousand dollars, is a well-made car.
1: Sure, I don't need a fifty thousand dollars car.
0: Okay, will you agree with me that a Honda Civic is a well-made car? Yeah. Is it fair to compare a Honda Civic to a Ferrari?
1: Uh, no, but again, what I'm what I'm saying is a Civic does me just fine because it gets me from point A to point B. So you're people you're, who you're, are into performance. You are, in a car. but
0: you are our emailer. You were the person who is emailed us, and the thing is, basically, on our, with our, cars, yes. Our emailer is not prepared to get into a BMW.
1: Correct. That's and that's kind so, of kind so, of where I'm going to. So this kick-ass Sass yeah. is is a good bottle of wine. We drank it. We uh, I, I we enjoyed it. Had a good time with it. Um, it was a, not. It was good. It's a good bottle of wine. It's a 2016 great vintage it's bottle very of wine. Good,
0: it's a very good bottle of wine. So it is, it is a VQA Niagara Peninsula. But so. here's
1: here's what I'm getting at. So, a, a very good bottle of wine. Yep. Okay? Not a 96, not a 98 if you're scoring that way. Nope. 88. 80, 89. Yeah. 88. Somewhere in there, if I was giving a score of that of that magnitude. But now, like, do a little bit of fast-forwarding into the same Vineland um, catalog. Uh, he's got some single vineyard Cab Franc. Boutique. You know that Protique stuff that just
0: came through Vintages.
1: That's forty bucks a bottle, yeah. Right?
0: Uh, the Cab Sauv that just came through Vintages as well.
1: Yeah, and the and the and the reserves that he has around the same. Price. About, I think it's about forty bucks a bottle. Yep. that's where you're you're stepping up into your Ferrari, into your Cadillac, into your. Uh, um, okay,
0: to to be fair, I'm saying this is the the the, B, the BMW Cadillac. Let's, let's just say we're reserving Ferrari for the very top, the tier. top if tier. If we're sticking with the, if we're sticking with the car analogy, yeah. BMW, Mercedes, these are very, very nice. These are halo cars, but we're not talking about the top, top tier.
1: So, like, let, let's go. Vineland is is great, and they have they have their, their their their, you know, bottom end sounds so wrong. But I mean, you know, the entry, entry level. level. I, I love, the, the, I I the, love the word. Tier.
0: I love the word entry level because it's it's it. It, it also it also my car analogy sticks. If you have the money, you scratch to save, you get a BMW three series. But let's go with somebody. And you, work who's got, way up, who's, you work your like, way up. Let's
1: go with a company that's got a complete pyramid. Cool. Okay. So let's go with Trius. Okay. Fantastic. Okay? So Love like, it. Like you can you can go with their entry level, they have Gamay. they have cabs. Their have entry level Sauvignon so so
0: Blanc is always one of my favorites. Okay, so we're
1: talking about fifteen to twenty dollar bottles right there. Yep. That's and, and it's very happy with everybody. And then you start working into their showcase line. Yep, You know, there's basically single vineyard or double vineyard East Block Cabernet Sauvignon, the Red Shale Cab Franc. Franc. You're looking at now wines that are sitting in the $40 range. And then, you know, and then you also have the $25 of the... uh, Trius Red. Trius Red. Trius White. Trius White. But, you know, you're looking at the $25 range, Showcase. You know that step up into the thirty to forty dollar range. Yep. sometimes now they're getting into the fifty. but then you go up to the grand red, the grand red top tier with Ferrari is sixty dollars. That's your Ferrari, but that's your first that too. yep. yeah. so you got your civics in the in the general list or the the general wines, I guess general, list would be way yep. entry level. Then you got that Trius red, which is like the top of that entry level. if yep. you're willing to make that twenty five dollars jump.
0: You know, There's the a BMW $5. 3 Series. There's,
1: okay, then you got the showcase. There's your BMW 5 Series, and then you got your Ferrari. Okay, so that's that's what I think. And, and if you're not willing to go past that twenty dollars, and I hope it's, I hope it's, it hope it's just something that is Ontario based, I guess. Well, you I mean, know, it,
0: it, it, it is a problem with, with Ontario. And it, it's, once again, coming down to what I said, not all wines are made equally. So I know we've talked about it on the podcast. We don't spend a lot of time on the podcast because I don't want to be a shameless self-promoter. Mm-hmm. But I have my virtual wine company, the ADX Wine Company. I know what it costs to make a bottle of Ontario wine. and Granted, I'm not making it on the scale as a place like Trias or Chateau de Charmer, Henry of Pelham. But... On a small scale, it costs seven, eight, nine dollars to make a bottle of VQA wine. And it's important to me that I make VQA wine because it's something that I believe in. Um, we can't do Italy Pinot Grigio at eight, nine dollars. You can get some really great Italian Pinot Grigio at, at that price. You can get some really great uh, South American wines, y Toro, You can get great wines in the sub ten dollar price range. Um, if you're comparing Ontario to anywhere else on the planet at the $10 price range, I'm sorry, we're, we're not competing. No, you're never going to find It just anything. doesn't exist here. Now, you 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 want to spend a few more dollars. You want to get to that $20 price range, especially when we're talking about something that's near and dear to me, and I know it's going to hurt you to agree with me, something like Chardonnay. Stop it. Places like 2027 Cellars, Featherstone, um, Back 10 Cellars, 16 Mile,
1: I just, uh, I just, hang on, I just, hang on, hang
0: on. I'm not on my list yet. I'm not on my list Flat yet. Flat Rock. I just tried Flat the Rock. Flat
1: Rock 2017 Chardonnay. Boom. Mic drop. It's but
0: I mean, that's it. We're competing. Delicious bottle of wine. We're shoulder to shoulder with anyone on the planet. And here's the thing is, find me a bottle of wine from Burgundy, of which we have a similar soil type and climate that costs the same as a bottle of Ontario wine in that price category.
1: But look, I, and, and and I think we've talked about this before. Let's take Flat Rock as, as an example.
0: Please, let's do it. They need some love. I love Flat Rock.
1: So you got that $20 bottle of Chardonnay, right? Now make that jump. What is it, $5, $7 these days for cool. for the Rusty Shed Chardonnay? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, in 2016, yeah. that was a huge jump and only for $6. So if you're going to stay at that $20 price range, fine. I get it. But you're missing all that great stuff that might come Along that, for for a mere $6, you're going to miss out on something that might blow your mind versus something that will just knock your socks off. And look, the 2016 Chardonnay from Flat Rock knocked my socks off, but the, the Rusty Shed blew my mind. And as a non-Chardonnay lover, uh, I was really happy to go out and buy both of those bottles some, of wine in some, quantity.
0: Michael, you, you, you got to live in the now. I, I had a chance to taste the 2017
1: Rusty Shed. When did you do that?
0: I did that in December. And I'm looking at my notes. I scored it. Four and a half stars. And twenty seventeen was a challenging vintage.
1: What most people don't know is that you can also lick yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you've, Nobody, been ta- you've been taking notes from Henry, and uh, you figured out you mo- removed a few ribs. It's
0: just, it's just out, it's just outstanding. It's just outstanding how uh, how that winery make, makes wine. But I guess just to get back to the original point since we're going off on a bit of. A but bit, I mean, their wine makers right? Look,
1: Dave Shepard made great wine. You know, uh, since he got into the industry, yeah, and he's and he's learned from some of the best yep. winemakers here, and he's made some of the best wines.
0: I okay, think. but 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 to our point, twenty seven dollars for Rusty Shed Chardonnay. If you slapped Burgundy on the bottle, if you if you slapped, even like I don't even know what you can compare it to Merceau, Fine, that becomes a fifty sixty dollar bottle of wine, easy. Yeah, if I, that, if not more money.
1: Like I th- I think it behooves you to go out to a winery. Um, and and I suspect a lot of our listeners do go out to wineries in Ontario. Yep, and and try the really good stuff. And and you know well, at, here... at the winery you're will. I think if you visit a winery, you're willing to spend a little more money than you would if you were just in the LCBO. Walking around the LCBO, you can't taste hundred yeah, the when... stuff that you want. But I mean. You go to, let's take Flat Rock again as hang an on, Hang on,
0: hang on, hang on, hang so, on. So, for continuing with my with my car analogy, are oh you boy. talking about going for a test drive? Yeah,
1: take it for a test drive. If you test drive um, the trius like if you're a big Cabernet Franc fan, yeah. and you taste the the trius, uh Cabernet Franc versus the Red Shale, if you taste the flat uh, the Flat Rock. Chardonnay versus the Rusty Shed. Uh if you taste the Malavoir Alive Gamay versus the Courtney, you know, is it worth that jump? Yes, but you have to get out and taste those wines. Because if you're just walking around the LCBO, you're missing the best stuff that Ontario has to offer. And I've said for years the best stuff is at the winery. Because the winery, you know, the LCBO takes a big chunk of change from those wines. A big chunk. Um, and if I'm only making a small amount of that wine, I want to keep as much of that profit as I can, so that yeah. I can put it back into the winery, back into those wines.
0: You know, you were so passionate talking about going out and trying these wines. You know what my takeaway from that is? Because at the beginning of this, when I was when I was setting the when I was setting the table, and we were talking about the anal- the car analogy, which is something that I love because I'm a car guy. I spent our last podcast to talk about wine, talk about how great Tiguan was that I drove in oh, Switzerland. That is too bad. But the moral of the story is you and I need to go test drive BMWs and Ferraris after this.
1: That's what you, that's, this is the take away? Uh,
0: no, I, I mean, it's, you know, you know, it comes out, of, here's the thing. If you're dead set on, on, on holding the money in your pocket and, and not spending it, you're going to have a hard time in, in Ontario. And you know what? My what? hat My hat constantly goes off to places like Henry of Pelham, Chateau de Charmes. Teller, Trias, uh, Peely Island, who are working really hard and hitting that 10 to $15 price point.
1: Even their $20 price point, I would say. But but
0: we're talking to people who aren't willing to spend money. But the 10 to $15, it's a big ask from VQA just because it is expensive to make wine here. But once you start getting into that $20 price range... The thing about your, the email that really cut to my core was that $20 price point.
1: You won't spend more than $20.
0: Because $20... means you'll
1: spend $20.
0: Which $20 is where Ontario wine gets really good, and it's where we're kicking ass. You give me $20, $20 will get you what from California? A with a cup of sugar in it? What, what can $20 get you from Ontario? That'll get you Pinot Noir from Flat Rock once again. That'll get you... You know, noir from 16 Mile. That'll get you uh, Meritage from Rockway. That'll get you um, Gamay from Chateau de Charme. I mean, like there, there's a lot of stuff that twenty dollars will get you in Ontario that the rest of the world can't keep up with at that quality.
1: Gamay from Henry of Pelham which blew my mind. You know what? Henry of Pelham has some of the oldest Gamay vines in Ontario. They've Did been blending that. that away. What? Freaking me out. That's when I when I sat down with Daniel Speck and he was telling, oh, we have old, you know, '84. You know what? We, was, we need holy. to sit, we need to sit down with Dan to talk about
0: the fringe of the Henry of Pelham portfolio because their uh, fume style
1: Sauvignon Blanc is also yep.
0: outstanding. We we need to talk about the fringe, some of the like wines the, that
1: people the, don't realize we're making.
0: The uh, the, the Subarus of the uh, of the Henry of Pelham category, because will you raise me that Subaru is a is a well made car? Where,
1: where is Subaru made? Huh? Hmm. Japan. Yeah. Most people thought because they had uh, that guy from Australia doing the car. Yeah, yeah, that's Australia. There was an Australian okay, okay, car but, company. Okay, How oh, su- hilarious my, is that?
0: For the non-car people, my point about Subaru is Subaru, well-made car, but not trying to be BMW or anywhere else. They're happy Mit- to occupy that experimental
1: mid-range... Would Mitsubishi sort of be in, in the same thing? No. You know, Unfortunately,
0: like- Mitsubishi just don't know what they're doing. Oh, boy. They used to make really, really great, fantastic experimental cars, but not anymore. And Tesla? Where is your th- sitting on Tesla? Jeez, who would the Teslas of the wine world be? I felt
1: that, that air th- throw out over here, for
0: God's sakes. Well, the thing is, Tesla's a really special company, because they're doing something that no one else has been doing successfully, and they're stylish. What What would be like the most hipster winery you can think of that you would actually drink their
1: Well, it's not Pearl Morissette, but that's the most hipster... Place I can think of. Yeah, but a hipster place that you'll actually drink their wines. I don't. I don't know any hipster places in Ontario that, that I really think about. New <laughs> ADX Wine Company. Is that <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty hipster going on.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, what, we'll, we'll we'll try to find. Th- if Look, you have an idea of who the winery equivalent of Tesla is, you know, what, let, let's put that in in the social media of this. Let, yeah, let, right, let's let's, let's ask the question.
1: Okay. So then, the other que- the the last thing I want to say is, if you're only willing to spend twenty dollars on an Ontario wine, and that's that's your your baseline, I guess, for what you're going to spend, or your top tier, you're missing out on some really fantastic sparkling wine. Let me just say that because the cheapest uh, sparkling okay. wine that I can think of uh, in Ontario, and I'm talking I'm talking Champagne method. I'm not talking. Uh, Charmat, um, 20, Chateau de thirty bucks. Charmat is twenty four, twenty four, twenty five bucks, thirty dollars. You know, you can get all kinds of stuff from okay, Q okay, Vineyards. To be,
0: fair, to be fair, to be fair, you are not talking about sparkling wine. We're talking about that, and I think if if you're in the market for if you're in the market for traditional methods, sparkling wine, Ontario is a great place to look. And I think most people know that. I Featherstone Blanc de Blanc. You and I are both big Cuvée, fans of that The Kube Joy, yeah. Kube Joy, yeah. Even hinterland, um, the hinterland laissez Twelve, which comes in at about forty-five bucks now, yep. you're still cheaper than some great entry-level champagne.
1: And look, if if you're really looking, uh, I would recommend Q Vineyard. Yeah. You know everything that they have is thirty bucks, twenty-nine yep. ninety-five. I I have never seen a winery line price their sparkling wine like that. It's and amazing it's and, and and baffling. Fantastic. Fantastic. But, but, but
0: it's but it's also brilliant because in a tough vintage you're getting something that's fairly priced and in a great vintage yep. you're getting a deal. Yep. So no matter what you're not going to feel ripped off. And you and I have talked about and I think the core of this podcast is you don't want to feel ripped off when you're buying Correct. a bottle of wine. We're just trying to convince you to spend a few more dollars.
1: Spend you know, spend, I guess just expand to $30 and you'll find out that you're going to be uh, okay, you're okay, going to be blown but, away and then maybe you're willing to go to 40. I don't know if many people are willing to go to 50, but I mean, if you're willing to expand to 30 or 40, look, my wife, you know, when she started in wine, she was like, I'm not spending a lot of money on it. And as she has started to love Chardonnay, much to my chagrin, um, she has decided that I am not, or she is not, willing to buy crappy wine, crappy is wrong, but she's not willing to sacrifice a wine that she really likes for something she doesn't like as much. So she'll taste the Chardonnays, and she goes, well, I like the $20, but I really like the $30. So I'm going to buy three bottles of the $30 instead of six bottles of the $20 because she likes that, and she wants to enjoy her wine. And, you know, Drinking wine should be pleasurable. It shouldn't be a chore. And if you have to choke down the twenty, knowing that there's that thirty dollar bottle out there that you could have bought, I think it's worth buying the thirty dollar bottle.
0: My my once a year indulgence is uh we haven't talked about him on the podcast in a long time, Paul Hobbs. Paul Hobbs, Russian River Chardonnay, sixty five bucks at the LCD. I think you're crazy. It is so worth it. Anya, is that wine worth it? Paul Hobbs, Russian River Chardonnay.
1: As he looks at his wife for for you know he's married when he's looking at his wife for for confirmation of what he's saying. Oh yeah, but she's the one because he's lost him his own ability to have his own thoughts.
0: It's a second opinion, Michael. I'm looking for a second opinion because I know you don't like you you don't need you and I. I'm more liberal with what I'm willing to spend on a bottle of wine, but I you're think,
1: so liberal, you're NDP.
0: But yeah, <laughs> that's true. But at our core, neither one of us like to spend more than we need to to get a bottle of wine we love.
1: Although you'll spend $100, Will, or I cringe at 50
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not cringing at 100 but here's the thing is, going back to the test drive, I'm not spending $100 on something I haven't test driven.
1: Oh, that's a good point. That's okay. right. If you ha- If you can't get behind the wheel, if you can't get your lips around it, don't spend it.
0: I just like the Ferraris, and you're... Perfectly content with your Honda Civic.
1: Yeah, I am.
0: All right, I, I think we've uh, we've exhausted this yeah, one we've, for we've sure. Hit, we've hit enough. We've points exhausted.
1: On this. Get it exhausted.
0: That's my that's my listen, car listen, pun. Listen. To bring this full circle, to bring this full circle on the track, please, please,
1: take try that, wine.
0: That twenty dollar bill. Take that twenty dollar bill out of your pocket. Uh, I, I don't care how great your Italian Pinot Gris is and your uh, Argentinian Malbec is at $11, 12 bucks. Drop the 20 bucks, like you're entering, you're entering like a a new element at that price point, and you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it.
1: Do it. You're gonna be very happy. Yeah, you'll be very happy. We'll be willing to break the $20 barrier. Yeah, 20,
0: 20 to 25 is, you're looking at wines There's a nice that sweet, will,
1: a nice sweet spot in there. It's such a
0: sweet spot. Yeah. Like, tri, Trius Red, for me, is a benchmark The wine. 16 is
1: fantastic. Yep. The 15 was great. The it, 16 is also great.
0: It'll it'll last in your cellar, yeah. or you can open it right now and enjoy it. It's yeah. it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. i oh, skipping a beat. Uh, angry phone calls, if you disagree with me, Whatever. We are looking for the winery equivalent of Tesla since we've done the yep. car analogies in this. Yep. So please tweet it at me at Andre or at the grape guy for Michael
1: Pincus. I'm Andre Pru from andrewinereview.ca. I'm amazed that you can remember that after this. Anyway, it's uh, Michael Pincus at Uh Yeah, I am the grape guy on pretty much all social media. And as always, good cheers night. and good night. Why are you so loud?